Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling. This is going to be an episode purely off of what has been filling our soul lately. And we also want to want you guys to let us know what's been filling your soul so we can learn from each other. So while wait, let's hop right into it. Kobe, do you got something for us? What has been filling your soul lately? Really? just um like i said i've been working on just routines and habits and so something that really fed my soul this week was my boss actually sent me something titled my routine like finding your winning routine okay and so this basically is to set yourself up to six for success to create a routine that not only helps you meet your goals but also feel joyful and fulfilling right? And so it has a prompt where it asks you, what do you want to do this week? And so these wants are like, I want to play Candy Crush. I want to catch up on my Netflix TV shows or something like that. I want to catch up on TV shows. Um, I want to eat healthy snacks or something, you know, like basically you want to think of things that you can um, use as incentives later, okay? And then it asks you to think of your needs. What do you need to do this week? So it could be, I need to lesson plan. I need to um, fill out my timesheet. I need to network, you know, whatever those needs are. Um, I need to meal prep. I need to work out, like that's important. You know, I wanna get three to five workouts in this week. You know, figure out what those needs are and then um, creating a schedule. So how can your schedule include all of your wants, needs and rewards, right? So um, basically you build out your schedule based off of the things that you need to do and you fill them out based off the high priority. What's highest on that list, right? Okay, I need to lesson plan because I have to go to, for example, I have to go to two schools, you know, each week in person. So I need to do those lesson plans. That's high priority for me. I need to go work out. Um, I need to get Caden ready and, you know, prep and buy a breast pump and, you know, do all these different things, right? So making sure you're putting the things on your list by priority, but also building in those breaks, saying, okay, uh, in the morning, I'm going to work out. I'm going to pump, you know, brush my teeth, wash my face, take a shower, do whatever I need to do. And then I'm going to check some emails and then I'll take a break and I'll reward myself with a healthy snack. Right. And then in the afternoon, I go to my school, do a lesson. Um, You know, you build your schedule out and then you give yourself another break. Okay, now I can play Candy Candy Crush for an hour or 30 minutes or whatever. Now I can watch it, reward myself with a TV show. So you basically look at your list of things that you need to do, spread them out through the week accordingly, but then also build in those breaks for the things that you want to do with the things that you want to do, rewarding yourself with those things. 
I love that so much. Like you already know I need to hear that because not only does scheduling really decrease like your anxiety because we have a million things on our to-do list. Like if we take a look on what we need to do in our lives, it's like, I need to do this, 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 that. And if you don't have a schedule, you're going to just be picking and choosing and doing halfway this and that. So I really love that you did the priority. What needs to get done immediately and what needs to have a hold off. And I love that, you know, the added into the wants, you know, (laughs) one of the funny things I do is, uh, you know, in the morning I get waked up by having to use the restroom. (laughs) And this is the time that would be best spent, you know, scheduling out like my day. But sometimes I'm just like scrolling on Instagram. So now I'm really cognizant of I'm either posting my morning on Instagram, you know, or I'm I'm scheduling like I'm mapping out my day. And I always feel a lot better because those little frivolous things of like scrolling on Instagram could make the time go so fast so yes. i totally in, in in agreement with you <laughs> yes 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 and i literally got this today and he helped help me walk through it and you know fill it out not just for work but that's what i really love about this company like he really my um supervisor really does care about my personal life mm-hmm. and he was like you know what are some personal goals that you have what are some personal things you want to do and he you know even scheduled that time okay reward yourself with um playing with Caden for, you know, a bit, you know, reward yourself with family time, you know, reward yourself with these things. I love that so much. And um, this is very random, but on, at my job, they ask this really weird question in the general channel. And they ask, what would you be doing? Like what occupation would you have if you weren't doing the occupation that you are currently doing? Yeah, and I was literally scared to answer that. I'm like, what y'all trying to do? What y'all trying to do? What are we doing? Why y'all want me to answer that? So I waited till a few people answered and then I answered. But I'm I'm curious to know, like, I know you just got this job and you love this job and this is something that you've been wanting for a long time. But if you are not in this field, like what field would you be in? Oh, girl, I think about that all the time. Like, it's crazy that you ask that. And I would be somewhere in Hollywood, like being on somebody's tv show dancing acting you know just doing it i'll be an entertainer basically yes girl (laughs) that is crazy because you do know how to entertain but it's so like and a lot of actors are like introverts too it's like we don't know so it's so funny (laughs) and you would think that would be kind of like mine but mine would i put like a dietitian (laughs) (laughs) I can so see that. Girl, that's so funny. But another thing, I want everybody to think about that because that could spark something to think like, well, maybe should I be doing that instead? Like maybe further down the road because, you know, you could do so many things. You really can. Yes. But another thing I learned today that really stemmed from what fed your soul um, is one of the coaches that works with the company I work with, like um, she's like a business coach. And one of the calls was about being productive, like getting stuff done. And I was like, okay, let me listen to this. What, what they got to say. And one of the, one of the big things that she said was like, 
we all have these really big projects like soulmates think about what projects that you have on the top of your mind that you have not getting gotten to maybe it's been over a year maybe it's been six months two weeks like this big project I'll, I'll give an example like one of mine is having a website for my nonprofit been just pushing it back because it's like such a big purchase um and so or it could be like writing writing your book you know something like that that you've been it's a big deal you've been pushing and pushing and pushing it and so and a lot of times we say we'll just find time like I'll just find two hours one day to do this that and the third but really that time never comes because we're so busy with our the rest of our to-dos you know I have to you have to feed Kaden, you know, do my, I'm on my biking schedule. I'm just seeing, I'm just saying everything I see Kobe do on the internet. <laughs> and so gotta, gotta film the podcast. And so you realize that you never are able to make that time. And so mm-hmm. she said, instead of looking at it, trying to find that four hour block um, to really sit down and get into the nitty gritty, why don't you instead say, well, I'll do 15 minutes a day. That's it. I could find 15 minutes. If I could find 15 minutes to scroll on Instagram, if I could find 15 minutes to watch the circle on Netflix, then I could find 15 minutes to just just start on the on the project and soon and, and commit to it daily. And soon those 15 minutes, a lot of times when you start something, it goes into those two hours or that 15 minutes for two weeks is all the time you need to complete your project. And so really breaking down those big major projects that look scary, like you feel like you need a lot of time, just start on it 15 minutes and see where it it take you and just commit to that every single day. I'm so happy you said that because I was just talking to um, a group of students today about that. I was like, you know, one hour is literally like 4% of your day. Like you telling me you can't, you know, spend an hour on it, you know? And the company that I work for, we're always talking about, you know, fitness, nutrition, and mental resilience. Mm. So I kind of had that moment where I thought to myself, you know, I was like, I'm preaching, you know, fitness and nutrition to them. But, you know, the same is for myself, like one hour is 4% of my day, like one hour, like I can, you know, spend one hour to do, you know, something for it's soul filling, you know, like that's, that's doable. That's just four percent of my day. Yeah, I totally agree. I've been. I was thinking that on the way, just driving home today. I was like, "What if I really implemented all the things that I say or I hear on the internet? <laughs> like all these motivations. Like we know what to do. It's just like, when are you going to actually put that you know. those those things that you learn on a daily basis basis into actually action? And I'm like, I'm not even. I'm not even down on myself. I'm not down on none of us because, you know, we do a lot, but it's going to become a time where, you know, it's just wisdom. You have to really, we have to really put that wisdom into action, you know, or it just becomes wasted knowledge, you know? It's like when you you said this a few episodes ago, it's just like, it's when you get just tired of being sick and tired and things have to change and it just be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was just number. That's just one one soul. That was just one soul filling episode right there. Okay. So I think I want to go into what fed my soul this week, Mm -hmm. and I want to talk about. So 
something I listened to today. So it's also from my job. <laughs> but like my CEO is so inspirational. I was just doing some research. I do a lot of research for the company within the company so I could write social media for them. And so I was listening to one of her VIP episodes and basically she said something that really stuck out to me. So I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you guys heard of this, but um, she was saying that her daughter had in, had there was like an aunt or a bug or something in her, her daughter like drew a pen, like a circle around it with like a pencil or a pen. And then you'll find that like the ant doesn't go past the, the pencil or pen because it's just like in their mind, they see the barrier and they can't get around it. And so I just thought that was so interesting. It's because, and I feel like we do that so much with what we see um, and we put our own pencil or pen around us. And so we don't think that we could bust through it. And those are the things we need to look at is what are our limiting beliefs? What are the barriers that are keeping us in contained into like this imaginary circle that we placed ourselves in because of maybe what happened to us, what we've seen happen to other people, the environment we grew in, and what can we do to uplift those limiting beliefs um, that has kept us like instilled. And she just goes on to talk about like, how being uncomfortable is you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable over and over and over and over again so i'm just saying all this to say like guys i know like change is uncomfortable following your dreams is uncomfortable but at the end of the day that's really what breeds success um we can't be scared to make mistakes like we said in the mistake podcast um and we just have to really live this life because like as we know me kobe and jazz like this life is like so precious and we might as well just do what the f we want to (laughs) do we might as well because the thing is like whether you choose to do something or you choose not to do it it's gonna affect you positively or negatively like you're gonna have that feeling of damn i should have did this or you you're either gonna be constantly thinking about i should have done this i should have done this or you're constantly going to re- have that regret. So it's like, just do it anyway. Just do it. Because you're going to still be thinking about it in the end, like whether or not you do it. And so just why not have that chance of it affecting you positively, you know, where you're like, okay, I did this and I did it. Right. Yeah, that's so true. And it's just like, and if you're like scared to fail or make mistakes, that's what it was. So it's like this being scared of failure. But that that is so necessary for success. You're either gonna stay the same or you're gonna go ahead and make those mistakes so you can learn. Um, and so, I don't know, that really just stuck to me. And then just like another thing is just about creating your life. Um, and basically what I'm saying is like, whatever you wanna be, whatever type of thing you wanna be. So like, for example, if you wanna be an influencer, but you don't wanna be an influencer that, post every day. <laughs> you can create that. If you are a CEO of a company and you want your company to have Fridays off every single week, you can create that. And so um, one of the things that she was saying is like, a lot of times people come to you with uh, questions and they just want the answer immediately. 
not knowing that that is not the actual answer to your problem. Like you have to dig deeper. And so like one of the examples she was giving, like people ask like, oh, I want to hire a social media specialist. But instead of saying, I want to hire a social media specialist, you can actually, you can actually say instead, I want to hire a social media specialist that does videography, photography, uh, community management, you can make that role to whatever it is. And so what I'm saying is if you have a goal, and I'm going all over the place because I'm basically reciting her podcast verbatim from start to finish, but it's just whatever you want, you have to be very clear on what you want. And the reason why you have to be very clear is so you could create that. So if you want this or that, the man of your dreams, the apartment of your dreams, the whatever the hell you want, be very clear so you could attract that and know what to look for. It's just, you're attracting that because you're seeking that out now because you're clear on what you're looking for. So whatever it is, you don't have to be like everyone else. You can create the life that you want, the business that you want, the work environment that you want, the career you're at. Um, But you just have to be clear on it. So that was one thing that fed my soul this week, that little episode. Yes. That is definitely very necessary. It is. I think we don't speak up enough for ourselves and the things that we want. A lot of times we don't. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that brings me to like the example of something else she said was basically like a lot of times we ask for what we think we can get instead of what we actually want. And so I find myself mm-hmm. doing that too, whether it comes to like pay or um, or even like other things you know you know you just you don't have to settle you know ask for what you want you might actually get it so instead of what you think and then you're gonna be mad because (laughs) you could have got so much more true this is very true yeah yeah look I am learning to like ask what I want because um that just made me think about going into my next little thing that kind of felt my soul is um, doing a lot of the worrying, I guess we can call it, as far as um, like the household responsibilities. And I saw something that came across my timeline that really got to me. And I was like, okay, Jazz, you got to speak up and start, you know, making it apparent about what it is that you want and, you know, you need. And it says basically that women and this is the New York Times parenting Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it says why women do the household worrying and how to get men to do it, to do more of it. Mm-hmm. And it basically says one of the thorniest issues between heterosexual couples is the division of the household labor. And the most intractable part is the mental load. In this week's, so they, I didn't even read the article, but it just sparked something within me, you know, to think about right. something that I had been kind of, you know, worrying about and already, you know, on my mind. But um, I guess one of the moms asks, why are the moms the ones refilling the dish soap and thinking about summer camp in January? <laughs> oh, gosh. And so the person who wrote the article interviewed a PhD candidate um in sociology at harvard and he broke down like what the mental load is and basically said um we we as women we like anticipate 
identify, decide, and monitor. Mm. And so using the summer camp example, we anticipate by realizing that we need to start thinking about that months ahead, months ahead, like, oh, what type of summer camp is my child going to go to? Because summer is like, you know, school starts in back up in uh, January and then you know that summer is coming pretty soon, right? Mm-hmm. So in your mind, you're thinking, dang, what summer camp is that person, my, my child going to go to? And then you identify by looking into the different types of camps that will suit your family needs right? Whether it's a science camp, a baseball camp, or a band camp, whatever, swim camp. And then you make that decision by choosing the camp. And then you monitor it by making sure the kids are signed up, Mm. right? So the parts that the women do more of is anticipating and monitoring. Mm. So the big decisions are usually done by men and women, but you know, we do more of the anticipating and the monitoring. I mean, we yeah. let men just make the decision and you know, but we're still doing the the ones that are doing the worrying. Right. I wonder why that is. But um, so the million dollar question was what do you do about it? And the first step is to acknowledge it and recognize that imbalance. And then, like I said, it's the, to be continued because I need to read the article, which I didn't mm-hmm. do. It was just one of those things I had saved. But for me and my relationship, I know one thing that I needed to do was just simply speak up and say, hey, you know, can we divide some of these household duties? Can we do this? Can we do that? You know? Yeah, I totally understand. And so I think also another thing that's important is just to... One of the things that actually my CEO, I feel like I'm talking too much about work now, but one of the things that my CEO says to do weekly is to basically figure out what is what what conversations you're avoiding and what tasks you are avoiding and ask yourself that every single week. Like what tasks are you avoiding and what conversations you're avoiding? And those are the things that you actually need to confront. So I just encourage everybody to do that because I'm a huge avoider. I just don't want to shake or have any confrontation or anything like that. But that's what's going to help you grow is really having those uncomfortable conversations because at the end of the day, if not, you're going to, like you're saying about just acting on your goals and stuff like that. If not, it's just going to stay fizzled in your in your heart and it's going to affect you negatively. So I just encourage everybody to ask themselves, what have you been avoiding? What conversations have you been avoiding? What tasks have you been avoiding? And do those things, confront those and just see how you feel after that. Girl, I totally agree. And it'll really definitely like within the relationship mm-hmm. um, part of it, definitely um, like change some of that resentment. Like you won't be looking at your partner you know, like feeling like, oh, this person is lazy or they don't want to, you know, it's just a simple conversation. Yeah. And I think it's just cool to really just get used to being honest. I think we hold so much in, in, in relationships or and stuff like that. And I think that it's definitely something I have to work on. It's just being honest, you know, whether it hurts someone's feelings or not, it's just like, at the end of the day, it's just like, (laughs) it's probably better for everyone to just, you know, be clear. Yeah, it is. It it definitely is. And we had a vulnerable moment where, you know, for me, I think I'm just really sympathetic. Like it's not just within my with my partner, but it's even with, you know, asking for help with Caden. Like, hey, can somebody, you know, watch him on the weekends or can somebody do this? You know, um, 
I'm always thinking about like, for example, like one of my friends, she's always asking me, is there anything you need? You need anything from the store, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you have your own, you have an old full-time job, a whole apartment by yourself. Like you're single, like, no, I'm not about to ask you to do something. And I know like you barely can do some of those things for yourself. Like, no. So I'm always, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking about the mental load that these people already have. And so it's like hard for me to be like, hey, can you do this? Girl, but preach it to the choir. <laughs> and it's like you, but now you're taking on two mental loads, your own, and then they're exactly. so worried about what they got on when they telling you, I'm trying to help you out. Exactly. <laughs> Take that help, girl. And I'm speaking to myself too. <laughs> exactly. So all that to say, like you really like if people are trying to extend a helping hand, take that. But then also if they're not, you know, thinking about it, like sometimes they're just not thinking about it. Like I yeah. and I, I had to think about that even with my mom. Like sometimes she took when I was living with her she took on a lot of responsibility and I'm like, you never did ask me just, Hey, could you sweep? Like I would have slept, you know? Right. And now I'm in that same position and I'm like, dang, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> like, okay, let me do that. Cause it's the twofold is, you know, people are reaching out, but you just scared to be like, okay, I need this. Or they're not saying something and you're scared to just ask for it. So either way, you can't be afraid to just ask for that help. Or say what you need. Look, it's just like, just I feel like it just has to be a practice. Yeah, it has to be a practice to really just saying what's on your mind. I was thinking about this earlier. It's like, wow, my mind goes crazy. But I was thinking about this earlier about just how we were talking about being authentic to yourself. And I feel like, honestly, to set yourself apart, you just have to be yourself authentically because that's like almost the hardest thing to do is authentically say what you want to say authentically act how you want to act but you realize those people that are doing that like I think about Toby for example like staying true to who he is and so so purely that has made him who he is today it's just being authentic and so I just just knowing that you being authentic authentically yourself is so worth worth it and that's what's going to make you different from everything else. But also practicing that over and over again until you get comfortable with living up the truth and the truth that God wants for us. Because I know he don't want us out here just, he like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> you need help. I sent help. You want to say yes. Here you go. Yes. No, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. Meanwhile, you sweeping, got Caden in your hand. Need groceries? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking. I don't know. What, I don't know what Kobe. <laughs> That's real. I'm I'm confused on which soul fed topic we're on now. Is it my turn or is it your turn? Girl, I don't even know. <laughs> let's let's do two more. I did one. I did one because I was talking about the um ring. It's some, it was something that you said that made me think about it mm, yes that worrying is for the birds because that stuff does not matter <laughs> most of the time you know just have to remind ourselves like this is little compared to like a lot of things that are happening yeah. um, easier said than done but 
it still can be done yeah um yeah so i guess another thing i don't know if i should go to okay i think i do really want to say this so lately at work i have not been feeling like i've been like having conversations with people outside of work and i'm just like i don't feel like i'm up to par or like i don't feel like sometimes i don't feel like i'm good enough like am i adding value like in a meeting am i saying the right things like i find i constantly have is am feeling like i'm not i don't know i don't i'm just feeling like i'm not as up to par as i usually am in, in like a work set, setting mm-hmm. um but then i was listening to this podcast called the friend zone and they had the budgetista on there and she quoted michelle obama and she was basically saying when when Michelle Obama was like in these rooms with these higher up people and stuff like that, she realized like, oh, like I'm just as smart as them. <laughs> like they're just normal people and you have a lot of value to bring in the room. And that's something I really had to tell myself and be reminded of. It's like, okay, like I do this, like I do social media. I really need to take ownership of this position um and though there are things I need to learn about like within the company I know how to do this and I should trust myself and so I'm just as smart as anybody else in the room and so it's just a constant reminder because I know like I know like sometimes we doubt ourselves and stuff like that and of course we could always get better but I want to let everybody know whatever freaking room you're in you're deserving of it and you are a valuable asset to that space because if you weren't if you weren't you wouldn't be there um so give yourself more props because why (laughs) (laughs) we are like the same girl I was okay so I was just talking to Kyle about this because he is so good about just whether he's in the gym at a restaurant just out like anywhere he is gonna talk to somebody make a friend like he is just natural to him and I'm like how do you do that like how and he was just like I'm just myself like I just I'm just authentic like I'm not trying to impress nobody I'm not trying I'm just really just you know just trying to ask questions and get to know more about people and then also just trying to spread my knowledge or whatever you know like he's just basically like I'm comfortable within myself and knowing that you know I know what I know and then if I don't then I'm gonna reach out and ask you hey like why are you doing that what what does that help what you know like if he's in the gym and he sees somebody doing something like what are you doing what does that movement help what how is that beneficial what is that working you know oh that's good girl and then on the professional side I was telling my boss the same thing like there are goals and things that I want to do and networking is going to be the key to being able to do that do you know reach some of these goals and networking is just so awkward to me like I just don't know what it is but I'm just like I don't know why I struggle with it but that professional development like that's something that you just have a skill that you just have to practice and basically going back to what you said just being yourself knowing that you have you know whatever you need to carry you wherever you know I know for me, I get in my head and I'm always thinking about how can I impress this person or how can I make them think that I'm smarter than what, and it's, 
not about that. It's just you have to be yourself, be authentic and just not making it about what you need from them, but just really building genuine relationships. Mm, I like that so much. And I think you're right. I think the intent gets messed up a lot of times. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, And I like that you said that, like, when Kyle sees something, he doesn't know that he asks about it. Me, I'm like, I see something I don't know, and I'll do the research on myself, and then I'll give you a question, uh, then I'll ask you so I don't sound too crazy, you know? And so it's like, I'm doing all this just so I don't look crazy. <laughs> but um, when all I need to do is just ask, and I spend so much time researching sometimes, I'm like, where did my day go? Like, I could have been done with my task. And so I just really like that. Like, you don't know what you don't know. You know what you do know and just ask. And then, like, the intent of, like, I ran to this person, like, at the park, this random guy. He was doing, like, some YouTube dating show. And he, but one of the advice he gave was just, like, when you're on a date, like, all you should be thinking about is to make sure that your partner is having a good time, you're having a good time, and all that. Me, I'd be thinking, are you my husband? Should I, I make sure I put no, I shouldn't be putting too much out there instead of thinking like, why don't we just enjoy ourselves? It's like this long, like you were saying that anticipation and that moderation, <laughs> monitoring yeah. all of the time when it's just like, just have fun. Have fun. It's not that be big. in the moment. Be yourself. Girl. <laughs> Look. that's it and I, that's why I think men are like that's one thing that I think we could take from men it's just like learn from men is like how to just not trip so hard <laughs> Girl, thinking so much. it's annoying but it's so like motivation like inspirational to me at the same time like I be getting yeah. so mad at him when he be doing it and I'm like why are you so friendly but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at the same time I'm like dang why I'm really just mad because I wish I could just be able to go to somebody and be like, oh, yeah. Hi, my name is Jasmine. You know, you know, right. Girl, <laughs> I think the same thing. There's this there's this girl that works who's like one of the new girls. And she just asks all these questions. She gives so much like she just says what's ever on her mind. And it literally is making me a better employee as well. Because I'm like, well, dang, like. I could do that too, you know. Yeah. It, well, it's just like at first I was a little like a little, just a little bit hey, I just a little bit hey, but then I was just like, dang, you know, I could actually learn a lot from you know. <laughs> you really can. So, um, let's end on one, one more thing because it's late. Uh, what do you got? I think I hit all of mine. You hit all of yours. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to just hit on the worthiness. Yes, we can end on that. Yeah. And so, <laughs> should I go into the full story? Because I, I don't know. Or should I just hit on worthiness? <laughs> go through the whole story. Okay, okay. So, um, I was on this live with the Roommates Podcast, which is I, a podcast that we grew up We I don't say grew up with, but we started our podcast at like the same time in Houston, mm -hmm. Texas. And so they were on a live um, and I was just checking. I was like, I ain't seen what they've been doing in a while. So let me just check in and see what the guys are doing. And I just saw that they are having a discussion, not necessarily about colorism, but you know, once you start talking about pre preferences, colorism just pops up. And so 
Um, they're going in in the comments. Some people are on their side. Some people are on, aren't on the side. And basically the thing was just kind of going back and forth between why can't um, a man have a preference about dating maybe like a light-skinned um, woman and but it's all dandy and okay when a, a woman says like she wants to date dark-skinned men, a tall man and stuff like that. So they're like, call in, like, I want to say, call in, like, they just said, kept saying, call in, call in, call in, but no one was calling in. I was really confused because there was like 260 people and people are going in in the comments. So I don't know. I just feel like I need to call in. So I did. <laughs> I called in. I'm glad you did. Girl, I don't be on nobody's live, but I just, I was like, I felt tested. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be called. I'm calling, okay? And so I called and, you know, basically congratulate them on their success because the Roommates podcast is really blown up. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, now they could probably live off of their podcast. And I'm really proud of them in that aspect. But I was really just trying to break down that, you know, what, what we all know is just, like, a lot of these things, why men say they only want light-skinned women, which is... Like we don't we don't want colorism on anything. Like all black women are up for grabs. All black men are up for grabs. But I'm just talking about like the the history behind it and maybe the intent or maybe like the psychological reason why they are saying this. And just basically, all I was just trying to explain was like black women and black men have to learn how to love each other in the best way possible. And when we do say something, whether it's a black man or a black woman, not to dismiss it, but to listen to it. So we could just love each other better. Like we don't have to fight about this. We should just educate. And so um, it was actually a pretty good conversation, but like just one of the things I didn't like was like, I feel like he put me on a, a bit of a pedestal because like one of the things he was saying like, oh, she's fit, like feminine and, I do like a lot of self inner work and it's true, I do. But I don't think that negates from, you know, what other women do and what other women go through. And so I believe like whether you look, whatever you look like, like whether you are heavier set, skinny, big booty, little booty, small breasts, big breasts, long hair, short hair, forcey hair wavy hair like I really feel like there's someone for everyone and not just one person for everyone multiple people for for everyone so I don't want people I don't want our worth to be tied to like the way we look or how feminine we are or how submissive one is um I really want us just to be tied our worth to just knowing that our us being ourselves and being our most higher self like that means that's the best version of who you are tie your worth to that instead of you know being having a man or being fit or whatever you want to do but tie your tie your worth to just being who god created you to be your most higher self and so but too often i feel like we tie tie our, our worth to like how fit we are, how big our booty is, how long, our, how big our fro is, what job we have or, or whatever. When it's really, when you think about it, it's not about that at all. And no one can should be able to talk to you any type of way because you're not what they view as your standard and you shouldn't do, you shouldn't do that to anyone else. So 
that's all I'm just saying. It's like everybody's worthy of respect and everybody's worthy of love and you are worthy of all of that just the way you are. So I hope that helps somebody. <laughs> yes, I love it. And I was scrolling through some old pictures uh, from when I was in college and just going down memory lane the other day. And I came across some pictures of an organization that I was a part of and it was called I Embrace. And it just made me, you talking about that made me think of that organization. Mm. And um, basically it was about embracing and bring, bringing awareness to the importance of um, just all the things that make us uniquely us. You know, our physical characteristics, our physical, physical, mental, spiritual, all those characteristics that make us us and really embracing those and being proud of that, you know? Yeah. And I was just looking at the pictures of us and I was just like, wow, like I had just started my journey with my natural hair and really embracing it and really, you know, expressing myself and my personality and my my emotions through my hair. And I was like, I really want to start doing that again. Mm -hmm. And you know, I typically, braids are just easy for me, but I do typically do like a natural color. I've been doing the blonde. Like I really want to do more colors. I want to do some burgundy. Like I really want to start being myself and embracing, you know, who I am really through everything that I do. Mm, I love that. The world needs that. And I honestly, yeah. I feel like that's, you have been doing, like I could literally tell, like I, I was just like, something's different with Jasmine, like, for real. Yeah. Out there more. Yeah. Like, okay, okay, I see. Yes, like whether I'm cooking something, you know, whether <laughs> I'm spending time, like, I just really want to embrace that special part of myself, you know? Mm. Because, you know, this is the other thing. My boss, this is the last thing I'm going to say. My boss asked me something. Um, he was just like, what? is your strength you know he was asking me that and I really had to think about it for a second and I was just like I don't know but then I thought about it a little bit more and I don't know if you remember this but in high school I actually won most likely to make your day like in oh our yearbook <laughs> that seemed like something you would win girl I don't remember none of those but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was me and Jordan. Um Girl, I do remember that. I do remember that. I do. Jordan Rose. Oh, yes. oh sorry, whole name on there. My bad. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's what it is. I have the ability um to make people's day. Like I was really struggling with like engagement and you know my lesson planning and really, you know, having fun with my lessons. And I was just like, but I know how to do this at the core when I'm really myself. I can really make somebody's day if I really want to. Like, I just have to get back to being who I am. And that's really what sparked that, him asking that and me really trying to get to the root of that. Mm, that's so true. Like, when you were talking, when you were saying that, I literally just had flashes of all the times that you have made my day or, like, when someone's sad or how you try and cheer yourself, twerking hey, on us and everything, yes. like, or just being <laughs> calm or just negating a whole situation that could have just went bad. It's just, just like, all of the yes. things. So I do encourage everybody to, to really think about what their strengths are because a lot of times we mm -hmm. focus so much on 
our weaknesses when why are we focusing on that instead of putting more energy towards those beautiful things God has given us those strengths you know those those small things those weaknesses that we think our weaknesses are just other things you know that we ain't really just good at yet but let's focus on our strengths that'll take us a long way exactly really putting your time your effort your dedication into what strengths you have but then also you know being aware of some things that you want to work on and you know spending time developing those things as well yeah that's that's good advice so before we go I just want to shout out some of the comments here see no joy one two four seven three said I'm so thankful for you guys so inspiring and beautiful so thank you so much I don't see no joy. I, I hope I said that right. Brian Jackson says, hey, I've been listening to the podcast during my walks. Thank you guys for your amazing work. Thank you, Bryson Jackson, for yeah. listening to us. That means the world to us. And yes. Then- Thank you for allowing us to be in your world and to, you know, allowing us, yes, to continue to do this. Like, this is wild. Right? <laughs> then Marcio Farfan said, you are beautiful. <laughs> so, hey. <Yeah>. hey. <laughs> All right. So, this is usually Jasmine's part, but Kobe, do you want to take it on since your name is Jasmine, too? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Do you know what time it is? It's affirmation time. And affirmations are any I am statement that you follow with a positive statement, right? And you can just think about I am strong, right? I am powerful. Whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to be, you put that behind that I am statement, okay? For the betterment of you and your spirit, your soul, your heart, we're just going to affirm whatever it is that we want in our lives by saying those I am statements, okay? Yes. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and start. I think I want to say I am honest with myself and all the things that I want to do. That kind of sounded weird. Let me just do it with I am... <laughs> I am honest with myself and I am okay with being honest with others. I don't know, girl. I'm going to have to work on that one. But hey, y'all know what I mean, okay? <laughs> Look, I am embracing my uniqueness. Mm, I love that. Make sure you guys drop your I am statements in the comments. We definitely want to hear it, whether you're listening to us live on YouTube or if you're on SoundCloud. And I think that's the only place you can leave comments. So let's leave it at there. But I did want to land. Um, oh, I did. Bryson Jackson has said a few more things. So I definitely want to say his comment he says so glad i found a black podcast on spotify and youtube even though i am a young black man i feel i'm not alone i just started journaling and my therapist said i were just talking about i am affirmations i'm going to write them down on a huge white paper and read them every morning and night 
I love that. Yeah. The affirmations be saving my life, girl. They are. They really are life changing. Yes. Like it really helps me set the intention for the day. Girl, you gotta remind yourself who you are. Okay. Yeah. And speak life into into speak life into your yourself so you can be girl. I be saying it every time I'm going into a meeting. Like I'm hopping on a call. I'm going somewhere. Like I really be talking to myself in the mirror. Like girl, you are popping. You are it. You are smart. You are look. Period. And it's true. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much. If you are listening to us on anything, just subscribe. But especially if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet so we can continue going up and up in the rankings. And we're missing Jasmine. We love you so much. And we can't wait to talk to you. Yes. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. Share this podcast and have a great day. Bye. Bye.